questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. If you're a frequent listener to this radio program, you know we despise censorship and cover a wide array of topics ranging from the supernatural to the most real. Real topics most media dare not discuss. As the saying goes, sometimes the truth hurts, but it will set you free. What you're about to hear tonight may make you numb, soul-stirred and shocked by the fact something so horrific and unfathomable by most has been going on for almost 20 years. I must warn you, this episode is not apt for children or those who are easily disturbed. But if you want to empower yourself with this information, then stay with us. I'm sure you've heard of someone who's in desperate need of a life-saving organ transplant. Many people spend months, if not years, on a waiting list hoping that a compatible donor will come along. It's no secret there's a shortage of these desperately needed organs. But in some countries, for the right price, you can purchase these organs on the black market. Human traffickers are notorious for targeting people who are desperate to leave their third world countries. For instance, China in particular offers organs on demand to organ tourists. Yes, you heard that right, organ tourists. These are people who come from Western countries to get these life-saving organ transplants. We have to ask ourselves, where do these organs come from? Where do they get the endless supply of organs on demand? Experts say that the government has secretly turned to the prison population as its source to fill this growing demand. These are the so-called prisoners of conscience. It sounds absolutely unbelievable, too unbelievable to be true, but dozens of highly respected investigators, scholars, and government officials around the world claim that the Chinese government is harvesting organs from groups considered political or cultural enemies of the state. Greetings, I'm your host, Mel Fabregas at Veritas Radio. If you want to listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. And if you want to get in touch with me, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. I always love to hear from you. Years ago, many of our listeners in China told us the Chinese government was censoring this radio program. But if we're not censored now, perhaps we will after this interview airs. Tonight's special guest is Mitchell Nicholas Gerber. He's an activist who has dedicated his life to help expose and stop this most brutal persecution, human rights atrocity that is happening in China. The state-mandated and state-endorsed forced live organ harvesting of the Falun Gong spiritual movement. Mitchell Nicholas Gerber joins us from Bali, Indonesia. Hello, Mitchell, and welcome to Veritas. Good morning. How are you? Good uh, morning, Mel. Nice to see you. Nice to uh, to be with you. Absolutely. My pleasure, Mitchell. As I said before, we started uh, airing tonight's show. This is the topic that we consider to be, or not us, but most people consider to be roadkill. People just drive by. They know there's a body there, but they don't want to discuss it. They want to put their heads under the proverbial sand. Why do you think that is? It's just so hard to believe that in this day and age where the technological world and the modern world has become so prosperous and global 
and uh, communicative just through word of mouth and on the internet and it's so easy to attain communication that this could happen and especially doing business with China where you have the consumer market uh, funded and established off the institutionalized slavery system of mainland China that something can happen like this but it is happening and where you're taking a large group of people um, targeting them as lobsters picking them out of a tank just like lobster like a lobster cutting their bodies right open while alive without any anesthetic forcefully without any consent removing all the organs the pancreas the liver the corneas the uh, heart the kidneys even the skin is used and then the bodies then burned in the ovens to conceal the evidence in, in the hospitals where they have been taken and forcefully opened and uh, the organs and sold for the healthiest organs in the world illegally without consent. A new form of evil and the evidence that has uh, confirmed this is irrefutable and the, the, the collection, the corpus of body of evidence has uh, confirmed the, the allegations that this has been going on has, been, has started since 2006. So it's very hard to believe, but ladies and gentlemen, you know, uh, this is going on. This is, this is, this is serious. Before we begin, let me say that most people I know, I think it, you know, I think it's a noble gesture to be an organ donor. Most people I know proudly display organ donor on their driver's license. But following the, the topics for a number of years, I've found that there's corruption, not only in government, Mitchell, Mitchell but in, in every industry. The medical industry is not an exception. Heaven forbid you or I, and I don't mean to digress from the topic, but I just want to discuss this first to get your take on this. You know, let's say, heaven forbid that you or I or a loved one is involved in a traffic accident and the driver's license shows organ donor. Is there a possibility that an emergency room doctor and folks, let me emphasize that I bet 99.9% .9 of emergency doctors are good people who choose that profession to save lives. But what about that 0.1% who may be in touch with, say, the underground world? Hey, doctor, if you ever have a patient in your emergency room, well, we'll pay you this much for XYZ organ. And the doctor, instead of saving the life, well, the patient died. Before we discuss the topic, what is your take on this? And do you think this is happening today? For me personally, I believe so. I think that the, um, the, the difference is compared to China that there, it is voluntary and with consent. And that is the most important differential or the difference between what's going on in China and America. But yes, I do believe that there are certain very corrupt individuals that are procuring organs uh, from uh, uh, from involuntary it's all involuntary because without consent it is forced without consent it is illegal um luckily in the states you will not see this compared to what is going on in china but for example there have been certain people who have been arrested i think there were a certain a couple of individuals in new york who were arrested for selling organs procuring organs illegally and selling them you have them in southeast asia where i am at the moment in Vietnam, you have them in India. You wake up in a in a in a in a bathtub full of ice, and your organ has been has removed. But Mel, the, the topic we're about to get into, and 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 I'm about to share with you after 17 years of experience 
um, sitting down with the main investigation uh, investigators in London just recently, about a week ago, a new form of evil, an unprecedented scale, scope, size, and magnitude of this kind of systematic campaign, state-funded, state-endorsed, and state-mandated ma- uh, um, uh, 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 live forced organ harvesting where the Chinese Communist Party, unlike any other regime or other government in the world, has taken a population of people, particularly the Falun Gong, and I can get into what Falun Gong is, uh, not to mention the Uyghur Muslims in China, at least 17 million uh, Tibetan Buddhists, I'm sure people have heard about Free Tibet, as well as the house Christians and Catholics in China. But the largest group, the Falun Gong, about 100 million by 1998, were practicing these particular spiritual movements uh, and exercises. Rounded up, at least 100,000 a year. These are conservative estimates, and I must be careful because the, 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 the statistics have to be spot on and not sensationalized or assumed. But I can tell you they're much higher, but we're just going to go with at least 100,000 a year, which is a safe estimate and easier to believe. Uh, have you Before we up, go there, and I don't mean to interrupt you, why don't we define Falun Gong so the people get a, a perspective as to why they're persecuting this group more than others. Sure. Um, this is Falun Gong, also known as uh, Falun Dafa. It's an ancient traditional mind and body practice for the spirit, for the mind and the body. And Falun Gong is an ancient Chinese spiritual discipline. In the Buddhist tradition, it's pronounced Falun Gong, also known as Falun Dafa. The same practice is two different names. It consists of moral teachings of truthfulness, compassion, and tolerance, and meditation, and four gentle exercises that are truly unique and highly effective uh, in the way of improving health and and spiritual vitality and energy levels. Um, And at the core of the Falun Gong practice, ladies and gentlemen, um, the values of truthfulness, compassion, and tolerance ring out. They're universal principles studied in many religions. Falun Gong is not a religion. It's more of a spiritual movement very similar to Chinese yoga, Tai Chi, martial arts, um, a mind and body practice that took China by storm between 1992 and 1998. Um, Falun Gong was introduced by the founder, Mr. Li Hongzhi, a humble, genuine teacher um, that introduced this practice in 1992 in China, and it grew to become the largest, most popular spiritual movement in all of China. Uh, where between 1992 and 1998, one out of every 12 Chinese national citizens were practicing. And um, by 1999, Falun Gong had grown to become the largest and fastest growing practice of the sort in China, if not world history. And just in seven years uh, since 1992, an estimate of about 100 million people were practicing. Through Falun Gong, you cultivate yourself, you cultivate your mind, you cultivate your heart by being more truthful, compassionate, and tolerant. And through incorporating these five exercises in meditation, you unblock the energy channels, the blood circulates better, you feel better, you can breathe better. I personally have been practicing Falun Gong for 17 years since I was studying international politics at the University of Georgia in the United States when I came across this beautiful movement. And those who are yoga uh, enthusiasts, so yoga has become very popular in the corporate world. Um, people are very much in tune with their bodies. 
whether you are a workout, whether, whether you just like a simple stretch, Falun Gong incorporates a beautiful organicness to it, a simple, easy-to-learn, free-of-charge way of life, which doesn't interfere with your uh, your religious faith or whether you're an atheist. or doesn't, doesn't really matter at all. It's a spiritual movement. But because Falun Gong became the largest group in China, because the ideology of it, which cultivates the truthfulness and compassion and tolerance of the nature of a human being, which is very normal and very natural, and because the organs become really healthy, that's why the Chinese Communist Party, this demonic specter, which I can get into as well, why it's so evil, targeted Falun Gong, and it has now spent 18 years to uh, to cover up the lies and cover up the deception, and it is killing hundreds and thousands, at least a hundred, at least a hundred thousands a year, by sending them to these state-mandated hospitals, cutting out their organs while alive burning the bodies in the boiler rooms of the ovens and selling the organs as the healthiest organs in the world illegally without any consent. I wonder what kind of evil force has gotten into the Chinese people. Because as we know, before Mao Zedong, things were different in China. Their millions were killed. And people think that Mao was the most horrific of all the criminals there. But people don't talk about somebody else, another Chinese president who was really behind the persecution of Falun Gong, and could it be that he was the precursor of organizing this as a, I hate to even say it, as a business? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm glad you brought this up. His name is Jiang Zemin. Um, to understand Mal and, and uh, everybody that's to understand how organ harvesting could happen, uh, it's very crucial that there, uh, to understand that there is no limit to how far the Chinese Communist Party will go to wipe out something or someone. Look, uh, under Mao Zedong, 40 million people were wiped out. Since 1949, between 60 and 80 million unnatural deaths have been occurring in China to this day. And up to 5,000 years of Chinese divine traditional culture decimated, wiped out. So when the persecution started in July 1999, the Chinese regime called Falun Gong the biggest threat to national security since Tiananmen Square massacre in 1989, 10 years previous. I'm sure everyone's familiar with the 10 years, 1989 sure. Tiananmen Square massacre. And today, uh, the communist regime is more terrified than ever of Falun Gong's popularity and sustainability and perseverance because they tried to get rid of it in three months, destroy them completely, take away their children, bankrupt them, dehumanize them, marginalize them, scapegoat them, and kill them for their organs and wipe them off the shores of China in three months. And this has been persisting for 18 years. And official Communist Party documents that the investigators got their, whole, their hands on uh, stated that the competition against Falun Gong is the principal means of competition for the hearts and the minds of the masses. And as you brought up, Mel, the former leader and military dictator of the Chinese Communist Party, many people know about Mao Zedong, Hu Jintao, and now the supreme leader of China, who just made himself it, uh, President Xi, they know very much about this. But for these, life, by the way. For life, can you believe? I mean, shocking. But uh, they don't really know Jiang Zemin, and Jiang Zemin is the evil head of the communist regime who, when the persecution began, was seeking a way to consolidate his own power, 
while also eliminating the largest movements, namely Falun Gong, uh, in recent Chinese history. So to achieve his goals, he knew he had to do one thing, and do one thing more than anything, is brainwash the masses to hate Falun Gong. And the key to carrying out the persecution has been to instill hatred in the masses toward Falun Gong. And with the largest propaganda network in the world, the largest military in the world, the largest economy in the world, Jiang Zemin, the former president of China, launched a campaign of villainous lies and slander targeting Falun Gong practitioners, their beliefs, and the founder of the practice, Li Hong Tzu. So um, since the persecution began, Falun Gong has been shown in mass non-peaceful protests around the world. In every corner of the world, people can see booths, uh, um, um, uh, uh, petition uh, uh, signing uh, uh, booths and people protesting very peacefully. And um, yes, I, uh, I I take my hat off to about a lot of Falun Gong petitioners who have come out of mainland China and have stolen mainland China. The courage, the tenacity, the fearlessness, the determination, it's quite admirable. Um, and there was a 2012 Communist Party document that uncovered in several geographical disparate locations um, that uh, the authorities created a climate in Fal- with Falun Gong um, as if they were rats running across the street that everyone shouts out to smash and don't leave them any space. So this became a final systematic solution campaigned by the communist regime, even creating Mel, a 610 office on June 10th, 1999, one month before the complete crackdown of Falun Gong, basically forbidding anybody practicing Falun Gong in China. On June 10th, 1999, the 6th office was formed by Jiang Zemin and his gang of scoundrels, which was, which is still a Gestapo type office, a Chinese Gestapo, just like the SS in Nazi Germany, that sits on top of the government system in China, controlling the economic, social and political realms and spectrums of China for one purpose and one purpose only, to eradicate Falun Gong and kill them for their organs. I went to discuss and dissect this topic, no pun intended, from head to toe. So it's been happening for 20 years. Now, are there any other modalities, say Qigong, that are okay for the Chinese government? And if so, why Falun Gong and not the rest of them? Many Qigongs, yes, they, but uh, no, no other Qigong compared to Falun Gong because it's just be, because of the the ideology, the the methods uh, in in, uh, in terms of the the healing modalities, the health efficacy, the spiritual benefits. Um, it was quite profound um, that this practice took China by storm. Out of all the other practices in 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 um, in uh, in China, this particular practice, because of the healing benefits, you know, when you practice the exercises, I know once I started on May 4, 2001, as soon as you start to practice the first exercise called Buddha showing a thousand hands, your whole body unblocks. It's a stretching exercise with eight postures, three sets of, uh, of the exercise, and you stretch the body for just a second and then completely relax, and the whole body opens up body warms up, you feel an energy field around the body, it's quite profound and within a matter of minutes you feel like wow, this is quite profound you breathe better, you feel better your body more, it becomes more open, the second exercise is more of a standing meditation where you enhance the energy of the body and purify the body as well 
The third exercise is collecting the energy from the body by, or the, from the universe by slowly gr- uh, brushing your hands up and down your body. And the fourth is tracing the body as well to purify the body. The fifth one, you sit to attain a clean and clear mind. And through incorporating a improvement of your character, whether in business, whether in love, being more kind to your coworkers, being if you're a CEO in business, you're being more kind to your your employees, uh, the way you do business in a more ethical, upright, and uh, considerate manner. You're very kind to your husband. You're very kind to your wife. You're very good with your children. Uh, people respect you better, are more uh, willing to be around you because you're positive. These are all the effects of Falun Gong, and that's why it has been subject to many awards, citations, proclamations, and confirm, uh, confirmants by government officials and variety of organizations around the world. And um, many who practice Falun Gong have been the recipients of service awards in their communities and their workplaces. Uh, one of the, uh, the practitioners is uh, Anastasia Lin, who is Miss World Canada 2015 and 2016. She practices Falun Gong, but she was actually denied entrance into China to participate in the Miss World 2017. So now she's using her crown and going around the world to expose more of this persecution. Another person who was quite famous is Sterling Campbell, who was a professional music, he, a musician. He was the, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the drummer of the late uh, David Bowie. Uh, David Bowie. And um, he, he shared that being a musician, my surroundings were not the healthiest. But when I started practicing Falun Gong, in one month, I just snapped out of all those environmental hazards, alcohol, and drugs. And that's also one of the reasons why the persecution began so in terms of targeting the organs. Because when you practice Falun Gong, you snap out of drugs, alcohol, your liver becomes incredibly healthy, your lungs become incredibly fresh. And uh, Mr. Lee has also been nominated for five Nobel Peace Prizes. So it's quite profound, um, and, and that's why it has been targeted by the communist regime for so long. If I were the leader of a country, and you presented to me this practice with the three simple things, truthfulness, uh, compassion, tolerance, and healthy population, I would embrace it. Why is it that they don't want to embrace it? Is it because it makes people awake to the fact that their government's lying to them and they're seeing beyond the veil? That's one of the main reasons, yes. And we have to understand the nature of the Chinese Communist Party. The Communist Party, um, like many regimes in history, uh, and empires in history, um, killed in order to conquer, while the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, ever since it came into power, in uh, in 1949 under Mao, conquered in order to kill. It's a mutational demonic specter, Mel. The Chinese Communist Party knows no goodness. It is a destructive force. It is a reign of terror. It is anti-universe, anti-ethical, anti-people, anti-humanity. Uh, it has decimated 5,000 years of culture. It destroys anything it touches. It is a tyrannical force. It has forced human beings, particularly the Chinese people, into brutal poverty, brutal fear, and brutal slavery. The Falun Gong, the Tibetans, the Uyghur Muslims have been brutally persecuted. Anyone who stands up against this particular reign of terror 
is simply labeled an enemy of the state. As you said, anything that is awakened as a, for, a force of awakening, a force of enlightenment, a force of spiritual independence, a, a force of free thought is just completely smashed down, scapegoated, and, uh, and harmed. Whether you're a democratic uh, lawyer, a homosexual, whether you are a woman, there are no women's rights in China in terms of forced abortion, now mandating forced uh, to having, having, having children because the one-child policy, by wiping out so many millions of innocent girls over the years, they have a proportion of, of male and, and females in such a disproportion. So now they are forcing women to have abortions. Um, they are, I mean, they have the largest fur trade. I mean, how they are just killing cats and dogs. I mean, shocking. They have actually the largest dog festival where they are just skinning dogs alive. It's shocking. It's really, truly shocking. On, uh, on Tucker Carlson, they were discussing this on Fox News, um, in the United States about the dog festivals. Um, and yeah, they have no, uh, regard for human rights. So, as a leader of a country, I wish you were, Mel, because you have a sense of morality. You stand on this on the right side of destiny, and that's why I take my hat off to you, sir, because by coming on your show, when many people won't touch this, the communist regime really goes out hardcore to um, put pressure on world governments, governing bodies, the mass media. And f- uh, uh, there are few and few, few and far between on terms of reporters of the New York Times, the CNN, BBC and World Report that have been fearless and have been courageous enough to report on the persecution and the forced organ harvesting in China. But very few and far between. For 17 years now, I haven't really met many people like yourself on Veritas and on your show that has allowed me to come on for two year, two hours and share as open as I can, and um, I want to take my hat off because it is about morality, it is about courage, and it is about discernment of what is right and what is wrong, and you, sir, certainly have that, and that's why I'm grateful to be on your show with you. Well, it's my pleasure to have you on, especially with this kind of topic. It's not a topic that I like to discuss, but I think it's a necessity to discuss it because it's happening, and many people think, oh, this is only happening in China. But actually, this is happening in other places. Perhaps it's not government-sponsored, but it's probably allowed in certain third-world countries. Even, as you said, some people do it on a voluntary basis. I know of people who have approached third parties saying, hey, I need some money. I'm willing to give one of my kidneys, one of my lungs, one of my eyes, my corneas, etc. And this is happening because people need that. In the United States, we experienced a lot of mysterious disappearances. A lot of homeless people are disappearing. Women, children, nobody knows where they are. And it makes you wonder if there's a connection between what's happening in China and these mysterious disappearances. Your take on this? Absolutely. I actually sat down with uh, the main investigators, David Kilgore, David Mattis, and uh, Ethan Gutman, as well as Dr. Invitotti in um, London just a couple of weeks ago. Or about a week ago, at least. Yeah, the and International Tribunal. Share. Please explain what Inter- you experienced. Yeah, absolutely. The International Tribunal of Natural Justice uh, is a child trafficking uh, court that was established to expose the child trafficking in sex slavery throughout the world and the pedophile rings. That's also horrendous. I mean, how m- massive elites, 
high-ranking officials are involved in this. Governmental agencies are involved with this, from t- the royal families around the world to vice chancelleries to prime ministers to from DHL to FedEx to governors around the world to child protective service agencies to Hollywood. I mean, the pedophile pedophile rings and child sex sex uh, sexual uh, uh, trafficking uh, rituals and. For, it's, it's shocking, and even in, even in Bali, Indonesia, a friend of mine um, has been involved heavily with the child trafficking exposure, but was shut down by the Balinese police because the fathers are involved, the brothers are involved, the military is involved, you know, the the, the 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 secret police is involved, secret agencies around the world are involved, um, and no different to the child the the, the organ harvesting and. My uh, um, expertise is more in the organ harvesting as a Falun Gong practitioner, as a South African, as an activist has been that has been working tirelessly on and diligently on the case for the last 17 years. I was grateful to meet up with and rallying around uh, the, 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 the main investigators on the case that, that uh, I spoke with and shared with and brought to the International Tribunal of Natural Justice to expose as a frontline case, namely the Falun Gong organ harvesting at the International Tribunal of Natural Justice. And um, to, to share how, you know, to, to break through the skepticism of this forced organ harvesting now and with your listeners, because it's extremely hard to believe. Like you said, it's it's like roadkill. No one wants to touch it. No one wants to pick it up. Um, I'm, you know, I'm grateful to people like you, like I said, who can and, and, and has. The Vision Times in 2015 uh, interviewed Ethan Gutman, and I implore your listeners to read Ethan Gutman's book. He has been nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize of 2018. Ethan Gutman's book, The Slaughter. The Slaughter can be uh, uh, bought on Kindle or Amazon. The Slaughter depicts firsthand the atrocities and confirmed allegations that forced organ harvesting is going on. And he was um, asked by the reporter, what was your reaction when you heard of the reports of organ harvesting in China? Skeptical. I'm always skeptical when I'm on the threshold of a new investigation. What changed your mind? The Kilgore Mattis reports. Now, before I go any further, the Kilgore Mattis report is the creme de la creme. It is the, it is the, the, the essence of the confirmed allegations. Kilgore and Mattis report. David Kilgore, who was in London with me, a wonderful man, former Secretary of State and Honorable uh, uh, nominee of the Nobel Peace Prize as well. He was a, prong, was a former prong, a Crown Prosecutor of the Canadian Parliament. And alongside with David Mattis, the Honorable David Mattis, he, uh, both the Esquires, confirmed the allegations in their reports with at least 17 to 24 uh, uh, pieces of evidence, now up to 54 pieces of evidence actually, uh, updated since 2006 that the organ harvesting allegations were true that between uh, t- 2001 and 2006 at least between 60 and 100,000 Falun Gong practitioners have been harvested along with Tibetan Buddhists, Uyghur Muslims and House Christians and this Kilgore Mattis report K-I-L-G-O-U-R-M-A-T-A-S is a, a PDF free of charge you can just google it and you will see it and um, they have published a book called Bloody Harvest, which you can also buy on Amazon.com. Um, but uh, 
What changed your mind that Kilgore Matters report the phone calls into Chinese hospitals by Falun Gong investigators? But there is no substitute, Ethan uh, responds to the, to the uh, reporter. There is no substitute for personally cross-examinating witnesses. One of my first subjects was a peasant woman, a Falun Gong practitioner, who had done serious time in a Chinese labor camp. Along with detailed accounts of torture, she briefly mentioned a physical exam. Yet under intense questioning, the exam sounded like it was administered in a hospital turned upside down. The only possible medical rationale was to assess whether she could be exploited for her kidneys, her liver, her corneas, and perhaps her heart, the retail organs. Meanwhile, the woman was becoming increasingly annoyed with me. I mean, she had been tortured for God's sake. Her beliefs had been jeered and mocked, her family ruined. Why was this stupid white guy so interested in blood tests? She did not recognize the physical examination as having any importance. Of course, to me, this was investigative catnip. That's incredible. But again, why do they choose Falun Gong practitioners? Is it because they considered, they're considered subversive, or is it because following their philosophy makes them healthy and, and thus the best and healthiest supply of organs? You got it. The philosophy, the exercises of Falun Gong make them the most healthiest. From the research, the DNA, the DNA strands, the cell metabolic processes, how the blood circulates through the through the uh, the body. When even the even pregnant women who practice Falun Gong see just incredible differences. Um, people from all walks of life, and uh, people with some serious illnesses, leukemia, Bavarian cancer. MS, hepatitis, people with, uh, with, in wheelchairs after 15, 20 years walking freely without any illnesses after practicing just a couple of months of the Falun Gong exercises in China. This really became the life force. And as you said, Mel, because of the healthy philosophy of being more truthful, compassionate, tolerant, because of the healthy exercises of the five exercises of Falun Gong, and I can I can bear witness to it because I, I you know I've never been sick I've never had illnesses I've never had anything severe happen to me as a healthy strong lad I always been involved in sports um, an alpha male in, in in certain regards in terms of you know football and soccer and athletics and always been you know being popular with uh, with the, with the people I can attest that after practicing Falun Gong, it's just amazing, beautiful. And that is why the communist regime targeted Falun Gong, especially for their organs, because of the healthy efficacy of the, of the exercises and philosophy that is uh, accompanying it. You say these organs are extracted while the person is alive and without anesthesia. And I, I can't even imagine the amount of pain and suffering. And it's unfathomable to, to me that there are people in this world of lack of remorse or compassion but unfortunately, they are. Is there a connection here? And I think of the modern, I call them the modern day Bolsheviks. We can go all the way back to 1918 in, in, in China now. Let me go and talk about the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds. Many people say, oh, this is just a conspiracy. And also Kissinger there in the 1970s when he was sent by Nixon. Uh, the, yeah, Nixon sent him there. Do you think they were the engineers of what we might see as the model for what the world will be one day, because that's what they want. Certainly, they are certainly aiding. They, they certainly aided and abetted the Rockefellers. Certainly, aided and abetted the the, the Maoist 
Chinese communist regime. And now with the globalist control, the George Soros uh, uh, funded um, mm-hmm. radical left, uh, in, especially in, in America, and you can see the Maoists and the communist uh, Antifa movement, in, in, uh, in, 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 especially in the United States, and I'm a U.S. citizen. I lived in America for 20 years. You can see with the political correctness, which is a Maoist tool, um, the uh, um, uh, one-child policy, the uh, forcing of people, mandating of people in terms of vaccinations or uh, you must, you know, dividing of the family or um, you must say, say this or you must say that you must not say that or if you criticize anybody now, um, you are banned from Twitter or you're fired from your job. Um, it's, it's, it's really, it's really sinister. Uh, it's a sinister plot to take over America, destroy the fundamental values, uh, and instill a Chinese communist style system to control and, uh, tyrannically, um, uh, control the people. And this is all coming out from the communist regime and the communist party and all starting from Mao Zedong, aiding and abetted by the, by the Rockefellers. Uh, so long ago. So absolutely. And a really good publication. And I really hope uh, for your avid readers out there, the nine commentaries on the communist party. This was a publication that was uh, introduced into China by anonymous Chinese, very high ranking and very high uh, authority, authority, a Chinese um, anonymous because we didn't want to uh, get them, you know, into trouble with the communist regime. But that's why the, the names have been anonymous. Uh, published together a nine lecture series, a nine part series called the Nine Commentaries on the Communist Party. It is a book as well that can be uh, downloaded or read for free or also watched on YouTube um, at www.ninecommentaries.com. Ninecommentaries.com, or you can just type in YouTube Nine Commentaries on the, on the Communist Party. And it really depicts the state of this reign of terror that the Communist Party is, the Chinese Communist Party is the CCP, behind the Red Wall of China. You know, when you go to China and you see the skyscrapers, you see the luxury cars, you see the McDonald's, you see all the all the Western influence going on there, you think, well, well there's nothing going on there. There's no concentration camps. There's no uh, 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 victimization. But yet you don't, but spend a little bit more time in China. You know, try and, uh, try and, uh, type in Falun Gong or Tibet or speak up about these practices or hurl a banner outside in Tiananmen Square that Falun Gong is good or Tibetan Buddhism is good or stop the persecution or, um, go and try and protest and you'll get locked away. Your, 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 your passport will be banned. Just like mine, my passport has been banned. Because I do so much work, and I actually pat myself on the back by saying, you know, not in an arrogant way, but in a confident way, and saying, you know what, I'm glad I've done all this work. I'm not surprised, Mel, that you'll get a little bit of a knock knock on your door, a little <laughs> bit of a cyber attack. I'm not sure. I'm, I have. I'm not surprised if you do. I'm waiting for you to share with me. There's always some flag, more flag over the target. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. But you know what? To, to fail to support the good and to fail to expose evil is unacceptable. And to position yourself on the right side of uh, right side of destiny, ladies and gentlemen, is a duty. You know why? Why even care about this? What is the the, the you know we're, we're 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 so busy with our own lives. We're living millions of miles away. 
We've got so much going on in our own lives. Why even care? Because we, every, all of us have a human body. We all breathe the same air. We bleed the same blood. We all have an organ that pretty much is the same, a heart to a heart, a kidney to a kidney. So a little bit of discernment, a little bit of awareness about this is very important. And, um, you know, knowing about the communist regime, knowing about Falun Gong, knowing about the situation, it can come to us in a few years if we're not careful. It is, it is already here in the United States. It's already in Canada with the establishment of the communist regime taking over the businesses, taking over the multinational corporations, taking over the mass media, buying out Hollywood, uh, telling Hollywood you can't do this, you can't do this, and they they they, they do it. Be, see no evil, speak no evil, hear no evil. So uh, I had this, by the way, I had this as part of my notes. I didn't know that you were going to go there, but I had it written here that I wanted to discuss that with you because they're they're just buying so much land, not only here, but in, in South America, in Africa, in Canada. They influence a lot of politicians. I know that for a fact. They are buying Hollywood, so they're changing our culture so that we can always have a positive image of the Chinese regime. Absolutely, 100%. And the, uh, I'm in Southeast Asia, so the Vietnamese government is uh, controlled by the communist regime. The Thai Government is now controlled. The Cambodian, um, I mean, during the, I was in, I was in Cambodia just, uh, about three or f about five months ago and I went to the killing fields where the Khmer Rouge, uh, who led the Pol Pot, who led the yeah. Cambodian genocide, 20,000 people a day were killed and I saw the fields and I went to the actual, uh, S21 hospital, uh, where they were just conducting horrific exper experiments just like they do on the Falun Gong in, in, in China. Um, and um, that was con, uh, influenced by the Maoist uh, Communist Party in China. The North Koreans, the Northern, North Korean Peninsula has been controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. Same in Af Africa, as you mentioned. The Janjaweed regime, I'm sure you heard about Free Dafur, the Dafur genocide in Sudan. That was concocted by the Communist regime for 8% of the petroleum oil. Um, the... Mugabe regime, when you heard about in Zimbabwe, that has been controlled by the communist regime. Even in South Africa now, with uh, with the farmers being killed yeah. and a heavy communist uh, uh, sentiment going on there, I'm, I'm concerned with my family there as well. That is controlled by the communist regime. So the communist regime has stuck their their, their claws into everything. The U.S. treasuries, even in the, in, in, in Europe, um, the destabilization of Europe. Behind that is the communist regime is China. Um, so, yes, the Chinese Communist Party is behind most of the, uh, the, the, the monstrosities, the FARC in, in Brazil, uh, excuse me, in Colombia, uh, the radical communist extreme group in, 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 uh, uh, in Colombia, in South America. Oh, yeah, Nicaragua, Cuba, yes. you name it. You name it, absolutely. You name it. Um, all from the communist regime in China. So... Yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty, pretty horrendous. That's influence. why I always say when I see, and again, my parents left Cuba after the revolution. So I am a product of what I heard at home day in and day out. And that's why whenever I see these students in the United States wearing the Che Guevara or, you know, a red China shirt, I think these professors, not all of them, but these professors are 
the new cancer. They're just metastasizing this yes. this philosophy into our students. And that's the future of our country, which in turn, in the next 15, 20 years, we may see a United States that we don't even recognize. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that is the biggest concern for me as well, how the communist regime has seeped into America this evil influence that your parents, as, as you have just said, and your family has, was experienced, even Eastern Europe, in Lithuania and Romania and Hungary, the, the, the evil of communism, even in Russia, the evil of communism. And this is, you know, people think, well, in theory it is good. No, it is not. I mean, you can see, I mean, how, how silly you would think that in theory communism is something great when... In reality, it has caused the most deaths, the most destruction, the most reign of terror. So based on the reality, your theory is completely flawed. Now, you can think about communalism and a little bit of socialism, what's going on in Denmark or in, in Israel or other places around the world, uh, or, 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 or what's going on a little bit in Canada with the socialist medicine system. Okay, fair enough. But communism is evil. It is a, t t a totalitarian regime. It is based on violent revolution, violent struggle, fighting between heaven and earth, killing and ridding people of their dignity, forceful control, uh, the forceful uh, uh, um, um, takeover of any resources, private property. Even the Nazis allowed private property to its citizens. But under communism, there's no private property at all. You are a slave to the state. Um, and uh, it's really sickening and serious. And I wish these professors would, would wake up and stop brainwashing and poisoning like cancer their students into believing that communism is something great. And in California, they actually, and where I was for five years, they're actually in, in Berkeley and other, and other uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. universities. I mean, they have an outright communist um, uh, uh, um, council. I mean, it's, it's shocking. And that anyone that has, has views outside of theirs, they ban, they kick out of school, they silence. Um, even Twitter and Facebook <clears throat> are complicit with the communist regime. And um, even uh, the I Apple has has given the iPhone codes to communist China. Yeah. Even even the Vatican Mel has now been complicit with the communist regime and has aided and abetted their tyranny and said, no, China is wonderful, China is great. Well, China is wonderful and great, but you are aiding and abetting a demon specter, a mutational monstrosity, a beast from the east, the red dragon that has destroyed China. So even this, uh, uh, the silence, the aiding and abetting, the collusion, the, uh, the, um, uh, the complicitness is, is shocking to me. That's why, again, few and far between of people are courageous enough. Few, a few politicians, a few media uh, reporters, a few uh, shows like yourself have actually stood the test of time. And the investigators, namely Ethan Gutman, David Kilgore, David Mattis, Anastasia Lin, who is the Miss World Canada, uh, a few democratic activists and, and lawyers from China and other people around the world have stood the test of time, myself included for 17 years, not doing this for no fame, no fortune, no money, no glory, but just because I felt deep inside ever since I learned about this and the plight of the fallen gong to uphold the dignity of it 
and also the Uyghur Muslims, the house Christians, wherever you are in the world, whoever you are in the world, where your suffering is, that I must make the center of the attention of my world. And through my intuition, through my heart, I had to do something. So here I am with you so many years later, and I'm grateful. Likewise, you know, communism creates equality. That is true, folks. People are equally miserable. And also, one thing I don't understand is how much proof of concept do these professors need and the students, the apt pupils that are there digesting all their communist propaganda day in and day out? They always say the same thing. This could never happen in the United States. Well, that's what that's what they said probably in the Soviet Union. That's why they said in Cuba, in Vietnam, and, and even in China. And it happens again and again. So why are they so certain that this cannot happen here? Exactly. I, uh, I wish they could be more concerned and aware, and I wish they could listen to your program about this, because we're trying to raise awareness, and I wish more people would read the nine commentaries on the Communist Party or watch the video and become understanding. Watch uh, the, uh, the, the, the trail or the, uh, the, the, the documentaries, at least 11 documentaries on China about uh, the forced organ harvesting. Uh, for example, Transmission 610 is a free documentary. The other two, Human Harvesting, uh, and the one that has won 14 health aw- 14 uh, uh, awards, the, the uh, prestigious Peabody Award actually as well, called Hard to Believe, has, that has been produced by uh, two Emmy Award uh, producers. Hard to Believe depicts the the harrowing tale of uh, Falun Gong practitioners exposing this, as well as the uh, the swoop film. Um, Falun Gong and the persecution of Falun Gong that has also been, it's a 10 minute video, a really good uh, uh, award winning documentary. So about 10 minutes, uh, because I think t- uh, people's time uh, span with so much going on, um, it doesn't, it's hard to uh, ca- um, um, captivate the mind for, for, for more than at least 30 seconds nowadays. But yeah. this 10 minute, yeah, this 10 minute documentary, uh, if you just put, um, uh, type in persecution of Falun Gong uh, swoop films on YouTube. You can also see it. Now, with that say, with that said, there has been a lot of cover-ups, a lot of concealment. One quarter of China's gross domestic profit to eradicate Falun Gong and cover this up. And wait, how, how much? How much? At, at least one quarter of China's gross domestic profits, at least. GDP, 25% in order to eradicate Falun Gong? At least, yes, <sighs> at least. Isn't that more than their defense yeah. budget? Yeah, and they've created a war against Falun Gong. Like I, told, like I shared with you about the 610 office, June 10th, 1999, they created the Chinese Gestapo to eradicate Falun Gong. And all the mandates have gone through this particular office, which is basically the Gestapo type of office that is still in place today in China. The largest propaganda machine, the largest military, the largest economic force, all geared towards eradicating Falun Gong. This is how big of an impression and an impact that Falun Gong did. I mean, you you, you would see hundreds and thousands of Falun Gong practitioners, tens of millions of Falun Gong practitioners, citizens from the highest level of government, the highest Politburo members, politicians and political officers in the land of China, military generals, CEOs, business leaders, 
uh, uh, professors, teachers, IT technicians to the rural class in China, more than upper half of middle class and upper class society were practicing Falun Gong. And uh, uh, tens of millions of practitioners of Falun Gong each and every every day in all different in all different provinces around the, uh, the, 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 the country of China, practicing morning, night, noon, these beautiful slow-moving Falun Gong exercises, becoming really healthy. The suicide rates were going down. The medical fees were, 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 were decreasing as well. Um, there was a Chinese official that actually uh, was interviewed by U.S. Uh, World uh, News and Reports in uh, before 1999 because before 1999, the Chinese government actually praised Mr. Li Hongzhi, Teacher Li, who was the founder of Falun Gong, and gave him recognition and, 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 and the highest honors in China for the benefits that he was giving through the practice of Falun Gong to so many Chinese people. And they uh, and he said to the reporters of uh, U.S. Uh, News and, and, and World Report that each and every year, at least for every citizen who was practicing, a thousand yuan was being saved. That and and and, and a thousand times a million, a hundred million people. That's 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 a hundred billion dollars. I mean, that's that's insane. Um, of yuan that was being saved every year. The the productivity rates were going up in the factories. People were. We were, were, were doing business better. They were they were considering each other more. The products were made better. Um, so China was just evolving. And like you said, Mel, if you were the leader of China at that time, you would have embraced Falun Gong. The com- and that's how stupid the communist regime has done. Why persecute Falun Gong in something that is so beautiful and so peaceful, and it was just benefiting so many so many of its citizens, um, economically, socially, and political, but yet. To learn about how evil this pers- this 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 this, uh, this uh, reign of terror is, I do implore your listeners to read the nine commentaries on the Communist Party, because uh, we'll f- you will find out how evil this monstrosity is of a of, of a demonic specter the communist regime is, that conquered in order to kill, unlike any other regime in history. Mitchell, you've heard about China's Sesame Credit, have you? Yes, I I have I have heard about this. Yes, which, it's another way, way of controlling. Yes, and which, by the way, people were saying months ago when we started discussing this here that I was making that up, that I was exaggerating. But guess what? Now it's making its way into the mainstream media. You know, even a few weeks ago, one of the things they added was uh, they're not going to allow you for a year to get on a plane or a train, depending on what you do or what you don't do. So just like Tiananmen Square, is organ trafficking or harvesting another topic people cannot talk about in China or their score will be affected. Talk about controlling the population without shooting anyone. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you mention Falun Gong, you mention Tibetan Buddhism, you mention house Christians, you protest. Oh, yes. You not only get a, a, a lower score in terms of your bank accounts, but you will be sent to labor camps for 18, 19 years. Oh, absolutely. I mean, when the, when the persecution and the crackdown first began in 1999 with Falun Gong, I mean, the bank accounts were all frozen. The child custody, people, Falun Gong's children were taken away from them. The graduation certificates, they were kicked out of schools. I mean, they were marginalized, dehumanized, and made uh, into raw materials. I mean, the, the documents coming out of the communist regime mandating that these were, that, that we must make them into rats. 
and smash them as best as we can. But before we smash them, let's take their organs and sell their organs because um, even though we consider it an evil cult and we are brainwashing our Chinese citizens into believing that Falun Gong is such a sinister, horrible, terrorist group that they kill themselves and actually burn themselves, um, we'll first take their organs and sell them as the healthiest organs in the world. And let's just ch- t- t- incite hatred towards them because they're very good at that. The communist regime is... Is, is a master in deception and a master in turning public opinion. If they if they would want to if they if they can crush a a movement in three days they can, but they uh, they had their hopes and their stakes raised very high with Falun Gong because even after 18 years now, still going strong underground but still going strong. At least 40 to 80 million people, 20 to 40 million people in China are still very diligent in terms of Falun Gong practicing the exercises. Some of them are even so courageous of practicing outside because when the crackdown began, you were forbidden to practice any Falun Gong exercises. All the books were banned. All the books were burned. I mean, you could actually see video if you Google Falun Gong and the persecution against it. You could actually see book burning. All the mass, I mean, because, because the Falun Gong book, uh, uh, from Mr. Lee was the number one bestseller in China for eight years running. There was nothing that could touch it. So when the crackdown began in, Falun, uh, in, in 1999, the, Falun, the, 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 the Chinese Communist Party established a systematic campaign to eradicate them, burning all the books, sending all the Falun Gong to death camps, state mandated to hospitals, concentration camps, forced labor to make these little products for McDonald's and other multinational corporations. That's why the multinational corporations remain silent. And also right. when, the crackdown, when the crackdown began, the labor camp system, mushroomed, I mean, blew up because they um, had the opportunity to detain so many Falun Gong practitioners when the crackdown began and made them to work 18 to 20 hours a day creating these products for McDonald's and other um, uh, uh, Nestle and other multinational conglomerates for nothing, for cheap, for cheap, for nothing. I mean, slave labor. And then send them off to death camps and, and, and state mandated hospitals to kill them for their organs. So, yeah, uh, this is what's been going on, Mel. I always say this when people go to China Market here, Walmart, and they buy something that, you know, at at another store might be $50, but at Walmart is $5. You have to wonder, where is the labor that is able to manufacture this product? And you have to concur, you know, conclude that there's probably somebody in a prison. We have a, a prison industrial complex in the United States. I mean, in fact, we have the biggest population of inmates when it comes to per capita here in the United States because they it's a it's a publicly traded or privatized rather industry. In China, well they have the organ harvesting too. But I hate to say this, from my perspective, and we'll end the first segment with this Mitchell, and we'll come back for another great hour of information. But from my perspective, China, like the United States, are in a marriage of convenience. Two countries that are philosophically polar opposites from one another. The biggest communist country lends trillions of dollars to the biggest capitalist country in the world. Now, China is buying lots of land, buying Hollywood, as I said before, studios, so they can always be portrayed as good in this part of the world. They're changing our own culture without dropping a single bullet. Do you think China's influence will prevent or make difficult that this crime against humanity ever be stopped? Absolutely. You know that, and that's an unfortunate 
it's an unfortunate business uh, that extinction, human extinction before a loss of profit, that they will take profit over human life. And that is the morality, the state of morality that we're in, the degeneration of the human mind and the decay of the human heart that we're in. And the way you put it now in terms of the convenience between both is, 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 is I couldn't have said it better. And this all started 30 years ago with the NAFTA agreements with uh, Bill Clinton selling Communist China, the 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 the, the, the nuclear weapons yeah. programs, the uh, the manufacturing. I mean, we have hardly anything, any manufacturing uh, in the, in the United States. Europe did the same thing for the institutionalized slavery system of 1.3 billion Chinese slaves under the communist regime. They knew for a while what they were doing, and now we're in a state of, of what we are. And then allowing the U.S. Treasuries to be violated and raped by the communist regime and uh, to have a, a an evil reign of terror lending now trillions of dollars dictating to the US and to the free world what they can and cannot do is horrendous and this is the state that we're in absolutely well folks if you've been able to stay with us for this hour I know this is information that it's not apt for everyone I know this may disturb some people but as I always say truth hurts but it sets you free and if you're aware of this and you can make others aware of it perhaps we might have significant significant mass that may be able to change things around because one thing the Chinese government or any dictatorial government doesn't like is when the world starts noticing this is why I have a map here I can see who's listening to us I can see everybody who logs in and listens to our programs And there's one place in this world that is always, always black. There's nothing. And that's Cuba, believe it or not. Everywhere else, even in China, we have plenty of people and a lot of listeners and subscribers in China, believe it or not. Who knows what's going to happen after they listen to this interview. But when we come back, we have Mitchell Nicholas Gerber with more. Mitchell, how can people learn more about your work and Falun Gong too? Absolutely, and I'm very grateful that the people in China are listening to this. This is wonderful because the Chinese people are so wonderful and amazing people. Um, they can go to stoporganharvesting.org. Also, to learn more about Falun Gong and what it is, Falun, F-A-L-U-N-I-N-F-O, faluninfo.net, as well as fofg.org. And this is how brainwashed I was because I was I used to be one of those drones I used to watch TV decades ago and when this all happened I used to think oh my goodness Falun Gong that must be probably a cult very negative because this is how it's portrayed in the media here so it's a breath of fresh air because I practice yoga and when I listened to what you had to say a few days ago I thought I want to look into this very simple what are the three principles tolerance compassion and yes So what's wrong with that? And you're healthy. I've seen your pictures. You seem very, very healthy. So why not? So why not? Folks, don't go anywhere. Mel Fabregas here, directly from Bali, Indonesia. Mitchell Nicholas Gerber is my special guest. Don't go anywhere. Thank you for listening to the first part of this very important Veritas interview. To listen to the rest and all of our material, proceed to the members section or subscribe at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for MMS, hemp oil, pure organic sulfur, and other great products. Thank you.